Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk and your continued support. We are building a juggernaut of industry professionals in this ecosystem that want to collaborate, want to solve problems, and help everyone succeed because we need you. That's what's Industrial Talk. That's why you need to be a part of it. Go out to industrialtalk.com, find out more. We would be more than happy. And, and, and subscribe to the, the, the podcast as well as, of course, all the videos. It never ends. We're just trying to do our part with your help to continue to educate. Bashan is in the hot seat. Saviad Consulting. We're going to be talking about decision science. Let's get cracking. Decision science. Yeah, it's all great to have data analytics, pulling that data. It's all good. But what do we do with it? What kind of decisions are we going to be making? That, to me, is a real important question. And that's why Bashan and, and uh, Team uh, Saviant is out there and uh, trying to do the best they can in being able to deliver insights and solutions for not just manufacturing, but for all of the other industries that exist out there that are all engaged with this connected uh, you know, IoT world, which is important. It's important because you need to be more efficient. Uh, I'm going to be doing a series on F1 versus or where industry wants to get in with uh, F1. Because F1, I'm a real big-time, passionate F1 guy. And the reason I'm a big, passionate F1 guy is because I find that that is like the, the zenith, right at the top. So they have these assets, the cars. They're able to see every aspect of that particular vehicle and make real-time adjustments to optimize those assets and that's where we need to get to it's hard don't get me wrong and sometimes it's a you know point of diminishing returns but the reality is is that in f1 they can see everything in manufacturing you need to see everything that's what uh, we're going to be doing a series on and uh hope you enjoy that all right again i'm going to continue to harp on the fact that you need to get engaged we have conferences that are coming up. If you're going to be at some conferences and we're going to be there, you need to look me up. We've got uh, four on the calendar right now. Probably will expend, uh, probably get a couple more in there. And we just broadcast from those locations. So make a point. Go out to Industrial Talk. Find the you know the conferences. Uh, we're doing Fabtech. We're doing Hexagon, uh, SMRP, which is a pretty, and of course, uh, accruent at this particular time. Go check that out. All right, let's get on with the uh, decision science conversation with Bashan. And uh, I'm telling you, you, you you're going to enjoy his passion. So let's get cracking. Bashan, welcome to Industrial Talk. Thank you very much for joining all the way from India. How are you doing today? Yeah, I am very excited. Thanks so much for inviting. This Looking is great, forward. man. What what time is it there? It's eleven p.m. Stop! <laughs> Look at that. Now that listeners, that's commitment right there. That's commitment. Yeah, more than I am. I, congratulations, eleven p.m. That's that's fantastic. All right, for the listeners out there, give us a little background on who Bashan is, please. 
Yeah, so I am Bhushan Sardesai. Uh, I am a consulting lead at Savient, but I think before delving deep into that, a little bit of background. So I have been working in tech uh, for almost 11-12 years. Most of it is in uh, data analytics, uh, so development as well as consulting. Uh, interestingly, I have also worked in a manufacturing setup, and there's there's a good story which I can tell. Uh, how did I get there? Uh, apart from uh, my work ex, in terms of education, I have done an engineering in uh, IT and an MBA in operations. And overall, I think in terms of education as well as uh, in terms of work ex, I have that uh, amalgamation of tech and manufacturing. And beyond this professional career, I am also a former national level tennis player, and you will find me on the tennis court in my free time. Get the shut up. See, that's pretty cool. Now, that's that's a piece of information that is really interesting. You know, when I play tennis, I just chase the ball around. It's it's I I miss it and then I chase after it, and that's sort of the 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 game I play. And if you're looking out on the video, if you're out on YouTube, you'll say that my gosh, he must have started his career at age five because he is quite youthful, bringing a level of skills that are second to none. All right. So let's level set here. Let's 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 make sure we understand some stuff. I've had conversations that are wrapped around data analytics, the collection of data, the storage of data. Data data is clearly the uh, I don't know the 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 holy grail of anything that's dealing with manufacturing industry. If I can see the data, I can make some decisions on that data. For the listeners, we got two. The difference between data analytics and decision science. Did I get that right? Data science, data analytics. Give, give it, Help us uh, clarify because I want to go down that road of really decision science. Cool. Yeah, since uh, we keep mentioning data science, right? I, I think this is an important topic. Whenever we talk about manufacturing or IoT, industrial IoT, uh, most of the talk is surrounding data science, right? Uh, however... I feel decision science is of equal or even more importance. Uh, let's really try to break it down. Right, Data science is uh, analysis of the data that we have to bring out insights. Uh, and it's uh, as a simple understanding, uh, from a simple understanding purpose, what we can do is we can assume data science to be a bottom-up approach. So there is data, we analyze it, and we get some insights out of this, right? Decision science, on the other hand, is a top-down approach where our priority is to focus on the business problem at hand and then come up with multiple alternatives which can solve that business problem. And these alternatives then get validated by data science and then tell us maybe what is the valuable or most valuable path to resolve uh, the is, business problem. It, do, yeah. Can you decouple... Uh, data science from decision science or are they the because i get it because here's here's sort of the typical conversation i have yes we're collecting data then that data goes into some sort of um uh, a, a, an algorithm of some sort that spits out some sort of uh information it's at that point that somebody has to make a decision on what to do like there's a there's a point of action or no action, but you still need that ability to be able to use the data in a way to make that uh, decision science, right? 
yeah so i think let's uh, in other words let's try to uh, understand this with simple equations right yeah a data plus analytic uh, analysis of that data is equal to insights that equation number 1 if we want to assume uh, all that uh, comes under this gamut which should be called data science now pick those insights attach context to those insights that will give you a decision so all that comes under this is decision science and you take that decision and implement it that will give you business value so that is the most important term which is the holy grail which we are trying to achieve at all times uh, i i think yeah i can give you a simple example give, yeah give me yeah. something yeah please provide that example you're right so i i mean i am currently working with uh, the company a fashion brand uh, focused on eyewear uh, a north american company uh, they have almost 4 to 5000 uh, assets uh, entities let's say no entities by uh, entities i mean that there are stores that sell those eyewear there are uh, laboratories where they do their research there are manufacturing plants and there are offices corporate regional and so on and so forth so overall there are 4000 to 5000 odd entities and their objective is to uh, cut down the spend they are doing on electricity right so there are meters in uh, smart meters meters are installed and they are measuring the consumption of electricity and the overall objective is to cut down that spend now if you take a look at the objective from a decision science perspective uh, we can really have multiple options right decision science the output of decision science will be well can you really uh, have or migrate something to green energy or renewables a part of your spend can it be renewables mm. uh, can you uh, have some efficient or energy efficient devices in your stores can you maybe negotiate with your vendors so there are multiple options which are available to really achieve the objective of uh, reducing the energy spend that they are currently doing so yeah However, so the the objective is to reduce the energy spend but there are multiple avenues to to consider and to deploy uh to achieve whatever that is it's not just it's not that the data it's it's yeah. it's a holistic view of of how you're going to make that decision based off of your objective whatever that might be is that is that how you sort of wrap it up yeah absolutely so there is a 360 degree view that has to be taken uh, and you need to understand what are the options right somebody can deploy before getting into the data now the the third part is the data now uh, which vendors maybe uh, are more likely to give us some discount right that that can be told by data right what is uh, the fixed cost versus the variable cost if we move to renewables that can be told by data so after a certain point to evaluate the options and to back our decision their data science comes into play See, I, I see it. I do, because if if there are a lot of people who just think that data is it, I'm going to just get the data. I just if I get the data, then I can make those decisions that are meaningful to whatever I'm trying. But I just need the data. But that's not that's not the the whole picture of a, of an organization or a business. And in fact, one can 
argue that if you're not looking at it holistically, then you're definitely missing out on potential opportunities, right? Yeah. So, okay, so with that said, in the case of the eyewear, right, when you're Mm -hmm. saying, I mean, they, they appear to be vertically integrated. So they've got retail, they've got, the, the whatever the other and the manufacturing nice. and all of that yeah. stuff and and all of those that that vertically integrated model has to be able to communicate yeah data and all that stuff but there's a lot more to it how do you yeah. how do you take something that from my perspective appears to be complex right that vertical mm-hmm. appears to be complex and then be able to begin to Take me through the journey of being able to know what to do and where to go and how to do it and tie it all together. Tell us, talk to us about that. So that I think is the journey of data science, right? We'll have lots of data coming in. We'll try to see if the data is clean. We'll try to improve the quality of the data. By the way, just interrupt. The data isn't clean. FYI, (laughs) it's always dirty. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. That's why we ha- also have a validation layer that typically goes yeah. into checking uh, whether data is clean or not. But as you mentioned, yes, the cleaning process itself uh, decides whether you are going to get anything meaningful out of that or not. Right. Scrub it. Scrub <laughs> that data, man. Go continue. I, I digress because right. I've been on many data cleaning uh, initiatives and none of them. <laughs> have been fun absolutely right and i think in terms of uh, utilities especially so uh, oh utilities <laughs> yeah, yeah continue i'm sorry go so uh, obviously once you have the clean data and whatever is not clean you just have to throw it out because it should not skew our decision making right yes uh, so once you have a certain level of data which can be termed acceptable uh, what do you actually do is build a data platform where you build context, right? You build uh, a master data set where you know which are the labs, which are the manufacturing plants, which are the stores, and then tie it to the factual data, which is essentially what is the consumption. So now you will have a view which can be uh, seen from multiple hierarchies. It can be aggregated, it can be disaggregated. You can project certain things. You can say that, okay, this year my expenditure is X or usage is X and next year my usage can be Y. So all the decision science really comes after you have a clean data set, you have a connected data set and you have a contextualized data set. Can I run um, simulations? If I have clean data, let's just sort of assume the fact that my data has been scrubbed and, it, and it's it's squeaky clean and all of that good stuff and it's meaningful. Yeah. I, I want to run simulations. Do you allow that to happen within these these engagements? Because I, I want to know, what if I do this? What if I do this? How do, do, can you do that? Yeah, absolutely. I think that is very fundamental. And I think what we would like to call it as a what-if what analysis, uh, where we run multiple scenarios. And we are also able to, we are, uh, able to tweak whatever inputs we want. And thus... We can say, let's say, if I want to open X number of stores in the next year in a particular region. So then what would be my spend and what would be my bargaining power if I were to negotiate with the vendor who is providing me uh, that particular energy in that particular region? 
so the what if scenarios are very very important and i think that's a crux really of data science or the starting uh, point i should say and, and i i agree i absolutely agree with that and and in the case of the eyewear company that we're chirping mm-hmm. on when when you deploy a and uh, and correct me from the terminology i see this map this this integrated map of being able to sort of pull it all together and it's it can be simple complex whatever but i see a map mm-hmm. do you ever go back and uh analyze or real time look at where you're at in reference to your what you 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 indicate in the data yeah so real time is essential in most io industrial it projects but in this particular case i think it's not necessary because the spend is really tracked maybe weekly uh, sometimes daily but uh, for the senior guys it's it's only about monthly spend even though it's tens of millions uh true it's it's tracked uh, monthly in this case but yes as you said if there are sensors if there are things that are getting affected in real time uh for example solar energy generation right so somebody is generating solar energy needs to know what is the energy available to me so that i can sell it at the best possible price to the grids so that's a different topic again i'll tell you these are these are not this is not easy and and i would imagine and again i see this spider diagram this thing is it's all over <laughs> do you ever approach clients from an incremental perspective you're saying hey eyeglass p you've got a gazillion stores and you're vertically integrated and we're trying to pull this that and the other thing out of it um but we can start here do you ever and get some wins yeah. here as opposed to big bang and everybody everybody hates you <laughs> yeah that's a i think very relevant question so uh, i think i always wanted to touch upon that uh, what typically happens is when we talk of iot or data we only see a single dimension that we'll have data we'll have analytics we'll have visualization we'll have machine learning and we'll move up that maturity curve but uh, a recent experience that i had uh, i had with uh, one of the companies right they are into non destructive testing and uh, they obviously um, that is through sonar where they test uh, automobiles and all the other sectors now typically although their machines are smart their challenge is really how can we quickly get our machine up and running right how can we register our machine fast how can we reboot or establish that bidirectional communication where we can unlock certain packages for our users to use so let's say they want to access certain functionality i should not uh, push my person into their premise and activate that device or activate that package and then they'll start to use it so it might not be related to a very data centric use case but this is a smart machine which really needs to focus on quick activation quick calibration and all that stuff which is related to the setup that's so a whole not other conversation yeah that's a whole another conversation in in especially within industry where you know many of these engagements can sort of fester and carry on for some time uh, I, you know i want i want action i want i want uh speed to implementation and seeing you know results and solutions 
being deployed. I like that. We used the eyeglass um, example. Are there mm-hmm. other industries that same sort of the same thing? It's not just manufacturing. It can be other industries, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe I can touch up on a very different example. It's not related to revenue. So uh, a water meter company uh, we are yeah. working with, right? Uh, and they sell water meters to the u- water meter utility company. Now, the focus of utility company is to encourage people to use water responsibly, right? So that's a that's a typical uh, objective or a business value for them. Now, again, how decision science comes into play uh, in that context is uh, you can educate people to use water responsibly. That is maybe option number one. Uh, you can enforce laws and say that you cannot use water beyond this point. That is another option. Or you can also, with the data science or data that we have, you can also give them access to their own data and let them see what the usage is, the pattern is, and then allow them to learn from that and then uh, encourage them to use water responsibly. So again, uh, it's a holistic view of the problem. And there are, let's say, these are the top three options. Now we can go to data science and tell that uh, what is uh, the percentage when it or percentage of successful projects when we try to enforce law. What is the success uh, percentage when we try to educate customers? And maybe what is the success percentage when we really try to give them their own data and then ask them to. And, and, and have you done that? Because, you know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know me as a consumer. Don't, don't, not, don't. One, don't give me data. Don't, don't. <laughs> I mean, because I'm yeah, not going to look at it. It's my house, <laughs> right? So, what, right. what where, are there any results from that? Those, those yeah, three absolutely. approach, absolutely. So, like, the what, third approach uh, uh, was finally implemented. Uh, wow. The last level of granular data is available through the household users through an app. And based on the flow of water, uh, which is monitored by water meter, uh, we have applied machine learning on that and we are able to guess whether this water is from a bath or this water is from a sink and so on and so forth. Wow. And then uh, people wanted to get that data and that information to make these decisions, huh? Yeah. And uh, decision science is not only incorporated from a 360 degree view of the problem. Rather, we have also incorporated it in design. So what that means is if it is incorrectly marked as bath, the user has an ability to go there and change that entry and mark it as sink. So that really oh. turns out yeah, good data and gives us great accuracy. So that, with that with that said, do, you, uh, do the, the, uh, this water meter company sort of begin to sort of collect all of the data and saying, hey, there's a lot of waste going down the sink or a lot of whatever. Is that, yeah. is that what happens? Yeah. Wow. That happens and the utilities get benefit out of it. Uh, yeah. Obviously, yeah, they can enforce certain laws wow. and they can uh, yeah, <laughs> take certain action in case things go worse. Wow. Brave new world. Don't come, don't come to Louisiana <laughs> because, well, we're always in water. <laughs> Some boy, shape, or form. (laughs) Sorry to say, hey, no, don't use that water. All right. So I'm a big fan of it. I see it. I understand what what you are doing. What are the roadblocks? What are the resistance? Why 
why would people push back on something? Just FYI, listener, video watcher, pointing at you. Uh, it's gonna, it's going to happen. So you figure this out. So what what would be the re, uh, resistance and the pushback? So I think I would have would have to use a cliched statement. So technology is changing at rapid pace, right? <laughs> and uh, I think it's difficult to. Uh, keep a track of it i mean seriously yeah. it's changing so fast so what typically happens is maybe uh, we misjudge or we don't really judge what is possible with a technology standpoint and then uh, companies tend to really focus on operational or day to day issues over this yeah. strategic technology issues and they remain on the back burner that is probably one issue which uh, i think exists uh, Another it's always thing, people. It's yeah. always people, by the way. It's always the human <laughs> side. It, the technologies, the technologies. It's always just sort of, I prioritize this way and I do that. But I'm sorry, I I, I interrupted yeah. Yeah. you. No, what no, I think that say? that is uh, maybe the important part. But second, uh, maybe reason I generally find is everybody is interested, right? Everybody wants to know technology. Everybody wants to implement it in their business, but there is an interested versus committed dilemma, right? I am very interested in implementing something that benefits my organization. But does it come from the top? I, I, is my top management fully committed to this? There it's a no. maybe, yeah. <laughs> it's a no, it's a maybe, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a squiffy whatever. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. Well, I hear you. Let's wrap it up here. How do people get a hold of you? If they want to say, hey, I want to know more. I want to know more about you <laughs> and what you can yeah. do. Yeah, I mean, on a personal level, obviously, uh, you can reach out on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm sure uh, you will have a link in uh, the description of this video. Yeah, I'm and, shameless. Uh, I'm shameless. <laughs> at an org level, obviously, uh, they can visit the, the website of uh, our company where we have lots of case studies and there is a lot of information and knowledge around uh, IoT and this space. You are wonderful tennis, man. You are absolutely great. All right, listeners, we're going to wrap it up on the other side. We're going to have all the contact information for Bashan. Bushan, out on industrial talk as well as uh, everything that you need. You've got to reach out to him. All right, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. All right, ladies and gents, that was Bouchon, Savian Consulting. Reach out to them. They are all going to, all the contact information will be out on Industrial Talk, so fear not. Reach out. Decision science is where it's at. It's one thing to be able to collect all that data. Absolutely spot on, must do. Take the next step. What do we do with that information? How do we make those tactical decisions that benefit your manufacturing process and so on and so forth? All right, again. Building an ecosystem, an industrial ecosystem of problem solvers, you need to be a part of it. You need to be a part of it and make that a priority. Just go out to industrialtalk.com. Subscribe to the channels, subscribe to the podcast, and you get the latest and greatest because you need to succeed. Be bold, be brave, dare greatly, hang out with Bouchon, changing the world. We're going to have another great conversation shortly, so stay tuned.